0: studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: At the conference, (laughs) President Biden was asked if he plans to run for re-election in 2024, which is probably the nicest way to ask him if he plans on being alive in three years. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I thought that was funny. That is kind of what the question is. (laughs) Yeah, clearly. Absolutely. And his answer was, uh, well, depends if I'm alive. He said, you know, I'm a big believer in fate, and I don't know what might happen between now and then in terms of me continuing to fog mirrors. So uh, he's got a big problem, big problem on his hands, on the border, growing the... And I had the numbers in front of me. My computer decided to do an update. I mean, just like told me I'm updating. Slapped me. Said, get out of the way. So, uh, But the previous record for uh, immigrants apprehended at the border was like 11,000. And the last month it was 16,000. And they're expecting next month is going to be 26,000. All of Central America is flooding toward the border. And this aspect of it, and and as we all know, there are a lot of unaccompanied minors. Thousands and thousands of kids and teenagers are are coming to the border because the parents realize if they can get them across the border and get apprehended, they get turned loose into the country. And then the mom and dad will get here eventually. The kids will live with relatives, whatever. It's a massive way to get the family in. Well, foster parents in California are leaking the fact that the state Community Care Licensing Office is approaching parents in the state foster system and asking them to tell the agency exactly how many extra beds they have. How many youngsters from the border can you take in? And they're being asked to hold as many as 26 unaccompanied migrant children in their homes. Now, they don't explain where that number 26 comes from. That seems extraordinary to me. But a number of people within the foster care system are saying, we don't have enough beds for uh, the American kids. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're desperate to recruit more foster families, and now they're getting overloaded, overloaded with these kids from Central America. And listen, I'm no monster. I realize those are our beautiful children or like my own children. They just come from a different place, but... Uh, for instance, at any given point in time, there are 30,000 plus children in the L.A. County foster care system alone, and they are bursting at the seams, said this gal. What's her name? Doesn't matter. Oh, she's a foster parent. Um, so to ask us already certified foster parents to take on children from another country when we can barely take care of our own foster crisis doesn't seem beneficial to either side, because either way, someone loses a bed.
2: Well, right. And then add in kids, you don't speak their language. I mean, uh, what an added level of difficulty that would be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and the whole Kamala Harris thing is weird, too. Didn't he declare that she was in charge of the the border thing?
2: Yeah. According to the New York Post, she has no meetings on her agenda. So he declared she's in charge of the border, but they're at least now. As of now, she doesn't have
0: any scheduled meetings about the border and she hasn't gone to the border now I, the whole uh, when no, are you going no, to go there no,
2: no, that's, uh, that's, that's that's that i i've always thought that was stupid Yeah, have to try go to the border or the gm plant or whatever and do a, a speech yeah. in front of it and
0: i've been yeah. here now that i've seen what's going on well, yeah. exactly or or you got to show them flying over it looking concerned you know right. it's just dumb i could have managed for instance that boat in the suez canal i could have managed that from here wait till high tide and then pull as hard as you can Which is more or less what they did. Oh, yeah, the boat's free, by the
2: way, if you haven't uh, followed that story. More on that later.
0: Sending our love to the boat. There's a GoFundMe page trying to bribe a captain to run another one aground. (laughs) (laughs) Because everybody enjoyed the first one. And you guys want to unplug the internet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I did hear that, uh, and and this, this surprises me not in the least, That uh, it wasn't a sandstorm, it was some sort of human error that caused the boat to run aground. Of
1: course it was. I I heard it was a power outage on the ship, and since those things are all essentially power steering, right, they don't have a wire going from the steering wheel to the rudder at the back of the Mm. Empire State Building to turn it. They just lost power, and they just began to drift. And it's 200 metric tons going fast. You know the whatever the the equation for, I'll pretend, for mass is. I'll
2: pretend I know what a metric ton is.
1: Yeah. So it was it was a, it was an Empire State Building weighing 200 metric tons that just kind of drifted into the sand. Mm, okay. Throw in a little nautical miles, and you'll
0: really sound like you know what you're talking. Oh, about. Knots.
1: They were moving in knots. <laughs>
2: how, how much would you have to give a captain to get him to run a boat into the mud on purpose? <laughs>
0: So it's bears <laughs> pointing out. We now have three distinct explanations of what happened. Yes, sandstorm and high winds, uh, power outage, or human error. I'm still going with human error, but uh, yeah, I guess. But I don't know. What does it take to not run your boat aground? Paying you attention. just keep looking forward. Yeah, I guess. What so. does it
2: take for me to not run into my garage? But I've done it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that reminds me we' were, uh, we had a bunch of family in town uh, my my brother and his his wife and kids and my daughter and her boyfriend uh, all at the same time it just that's the way schedules worked out, so it ended up being a fest and uh, we were in this crowded parking lot we had a little family outing, and people were just backing up like crazy and we were at constant risk of getting hit mm-hmm. and I was reminded of that study that showed that backup cameras have not reduced people getting run over by people backing up because now everybody's just lazy about it. They just <laughs> right. glance at their backup camera yeah. instead of looking left, right, craning your neck, you know, mm-hmm. backwards like that and everything. Now everybody just looks at their backup camera and if they don't see anybody, I'm running remember, the gauntlet.
2: I don't remember this story. I've just been told this story. I was five years old. Apparently, my. Uh, we lived in Illinois at the time. Um. My mom hit the garage with her car when we came home from the grocery store or something like that. And I ran in the house and said to my dad, would, be it, would it be a big deal if mom ran into the garage with a car? And he said, no. And I said, well, good, because she just did. Oh, <laughs> Which is the sort of thing you do when you're five. Little informer. <laughs> wow, I'm sure dad, I, dad, I, dad. I'm sure. Having recently had five-year-olds, I was so excited. <laughs> That sort of stuff is just so exciting when you're a kid. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> <sighs> that is funny. I'm sure your mom was thrilled with that. Oh, she yeah. already had the spin. So I was pulling in when Jackie distracted me and the grocery bag fell over. But No, you ran in. <laughs> dad, dad, dad. <laughs> anyway, back to the border.
2: The mayhem there. Um, next month is supposed to be the uh, uh, the big month, right? That's when the... Rubber meets the road on how many people hit the border every
0: year. So we're at the very beginning of this crisis.
2: they got to yes. figure this out.
0: Oh, yeah, because it is it's growing, and they're expecting next month is going to be some sort of just insane yeah. record-setting month. DHS expects 500,000 to 800,000 migrants to arrive as part of a family group during this fiscal year. Would equal or exceed the record numbers who entered, blah, blah, blah. Highest one month total, uh, 88,587 in May of 2019, were expected to b- b- uh, obliterate that. Groups of families, sometimes numbering as many as 400, have been showing up this month along the riverbanks in South Texas. Uh, wow, wow, it's just crazy. And they're
2: getting beaten up pretty good on the whole transparency issue, as they should be. So they've got to figure out how to get ahead of that too. The 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 fact that Joe Biden got a, away with "We'll let you come see it when we're ready" is just amazing.
0: It is, and I was uh, like I said, I was busy entertaining family all weekend. I assume there still has not been access granted.
2: Not really. I mean, some senators went down there, but it was also you know uh, the 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 sort of orchestration. There's not there's not that you get to go wherever you want to yet.
1: Ted Cruz seemed to be shooting, like, a wildlife show or something. I saw a bunch of him, like, wading through weeds and creeks.
2: So, have we, we
0: haven't discussed his haircut. Is he rebranding himself? Do you think he's about to move on from the Senate and become, I don't know, a cable news commentator and get rich or something? Is that why you would shave your
2: head on the side, let it get really long in the back? I've heard it described as McConnell in the front and QAnon in the back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah i don't I, yeah i sense he's moving in a different once he got uh thwacked by trump in the primary and he's probably done polling and, and seeing that he's never going to be president i think he's bored he's got these rock in the beard now around the clock he's got yeah. the weird reverse mullet <laughs> or whatever it is <laughs> mcconnell in the front QAnon in the back that's funny it is it's
2: an odd haircut
0: for uh well, he's wading through swamps. I mean, like some sort of, I don't know, Bear grills of the Senate. So
2: um, this whole, th- 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 we haven't talked about the fact that they booted at least five people out of the White House because they wrote down on their application that they've smoked marijuana in the past. Oh, I miss this. That's insane yeah, at this point. Do you remember a particular moment with Kamala Harris when she talked about pot use? We'll, we'll, we'll replay that for you if you've forgotten. How are they going to square this one?
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Have you ever smoked? I have. Okay. And college. I and did I inhale. inhale? Did inhale? I didn't. I, did I did inhale.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago, but yeah.
2: That's Kamala Harris. You remember her joking with the Breakfast Club, that radio show about smoking pot, and it was all so funny. You ever smoked? Of course I have. She said, half my family's from Jamaica. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. And I did inhale. <laughs> and she said it was Kamala one point, Hibbert. Good. I, I broke news. Now, I don't care that she smoked point at, uh, pot at some point in her life. It makes no difference to me. But what's to keep somebody from getting all potted up on weed and then getting behind yeah. the wheel? The, fa- the law the federal government is currently purging people who checked yes on their employment forms to have you ever used marijuana in the past? The purge seems seriously hypocritical in light of past statements from top administration officials. Low-level staffers are getting the axe, including five in the White House, but people all over the country, over honestly answering employment forms. But Kamala Harris, who joked about it there, and Publicly. Se- and Secretary of State, Or Secretary of Transportation, Pete Boot, edge, edge. He publicly uh, talked about past marijuana use, and both of them back when it was still illegal. So the people checking yes in the boxes now could be talking about, you know, having done it legally, depending on where you live.
0: Sure, quasi-legally with the, you know, uh, the decriminalization. Who's pushing this? Do we have any idea? Who's pushing what? They're just getting rid of the, the, the people. Who answered yes. That seems crazy, I think particularly under the, a Democrat administration. I think it's just the current law. Wow. Um, seems like they ought to figure that out, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm shocked, honestly. I, I can't believe it's happening. I'm taken aback. Plus, I'm a little baked, so I don't know what to say. Coming up, <laughs> vaccine passports. How will you get yours and... It doesn't matter because your comfy old couch will have killed you before you get the vaccine passport. That's right. Your couch is dangerous.
2: Um, you know, not to belabor this, but you got people. It's it, it, quite possibly their dream job. They called their friends and their parents. They got, you know, they're getting hired at the White House or some cool federal job. So the, 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 They've worked their whole lives to get to this, this sort of thing. And now I don't get it because I Checked yes on a box, honestly, that I smoked pot five years ago. Kamala Harris gets to joke about it. It's just hilarious. (laughs) And she's the vice president of the United States. She's one elderly heartbeat away from being the most powerful person in the world. What the hell? Right.
1: Right. That's just shocking. I'm going to need to hear more about these killer couches. Are they sentient? Are they coming for me in my sleep, Joe? Mm, Yes, it's generally when you're asleep that they kill you. Oh, man. So Drink your blood. (laughs) I wanted to hit this
2: just because I listened to an interesting uh, podcast. Eat with some, your brains. Sorry. The, what were you saying? The couches will eat your brains? Maybe. Zombie couch? Stay tuned. I heard some lawyers on a podcast talking about this, and I thought it was really interesting. So uh, you remember the Sydney Powell woman? She was defending, in theory, I think she made his life worse, but in theory, she was defending President Trump after the election, claiming that these voting machines run by this company, Dominion were all, all out of whack, and uh, they had been reprogrammed by the communists down in Venezuela, and all kinds of different crazy things. And, and now she's being sued for billions of dollars by a number. Uh, she's being sued by Dominion, she and other organizations. Dominion suing Fox for one point six billion dollars, and uh, and they've gotten some other people to issue apologies and retractions. But Sydney Powell is being sued herself for a billion and a half dollars by Dominion. And the legal argument they put forward, uh, we were mocking last week, but I now understand what it means. It actually is—it is something that exists in the law, and people use it on a fairly regular basis. It's the idea that y- did you did you say something that damaged somebody or a company or not? That has to be determined. And did you believe it at the time? They don't necessarily have to go to go together. So the current argument is that. Dominion couldn't have been damaged by Sidney Powell's claims that the Venezuelan communists had reprogrammed their computers because it's such a crazy claim nobody would believe it. Hmm. I didn't. But the the argument is nobody, nobody would even believe that. So it's just it's so outlandish nobody would believe it. So there was a lot of pushback of you're making the argument that your client was making claims in court that are so crazy nobody would believe them. Well then, why isn't she being charged with some sort of, you know, lying to the court or, uh, yeah, that seems like obstruction justice or whatever, whatever it would be. Chancy defense, but it's but it's an actual defense that people use because you sometimes people are crazy. And the example these lawyers used would be if I claimed that Joe Getty was a lizard person,
1: mm. as has been rumored, long rumored, nobody would believe that. It's just nice to know that you guys have been reading my blog.
2: <laughs> no, nobody would believe that Joe is a lizard person. So, did it actually do him any damage? You got that end of it, and what, because it's such an outrageous claim, nobody would believe it. But what if I believe it? What if I'm some sort of nut job that I I believe it? I fully believe Joe is a lizard person. So, I haven't lied in court or anything like that. I believe it, but it also hasn't damaged him because
0: it's so outrageous. Nobody would believe. it. That, yeah that I'm is little... an
2: actual thing that happens in courtrooms
0: apparently i'm I'm a little confused though because she th- they're
2: making the argument that she actually believed it she believed all this stuff because she's okay. like a wacko but the claims like being a lizard person are so
0: unbelievable it didn't actually damage dominion huh well plainly plenty of people did believe it. And, well, if although if she did not know it was false at at the time that she said it, I don't think they can get her. Maybe they're, you know, honestly, we ought to cut to the chase because I was reading about their uh, suit against Fox for at least $1.6 billion in damages. Dominion wants lots and lots of coverage of these suits. They don't necessarily want the money. I'm sure they'd be pleased to get it, but they don't expect to prevail in court. They just want every news outlet in America saying Dominion voting systems, which is perfectly reliable and is not controlled by the Venezuelans, et cetera, et cetera. That's what they're really looking for.
2: Well, I think they, I think they like public apologies too, if they can get that. Out yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Corrections and yeah, absolutely. Uh, but usually, if you if you have to to be held accountable, you have to know it was false at the time that you said it. but they're saying she actually believed it. Well, even the, though it was they looking.
2: almost have to or there she's in trouble for filing you know false
0: claims, right? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty show.
2: Recognize that sound. That's the, Shut up! That's, that's... Shut up! That's the <laughs> horn of a boat that has been unstuck. The giant ship in the Suez Canal has been refloated after a series of pulling events. <laughs> that's what the news actually says. Pulling events refloated after a series of pulling events and a high tide. Get,
1: getting some reports that the yeah, the high tide played a large part into it and that's so fascinating to me that we just got to wait for the yeah. world to decide, well, this part gets more water now. <laughs>
0: sure, right.
1: A yeah, little dig in, a little tug in, everything's fine. And it turned
2: and headed back down out of the way so the boats can go through and it is over our our long-world nightmare is over.
1: So I'm sure you guys uh, saw the the no shortage of all the memes that popped up around it especially regarding like the one little uh you know s- dirt plow thing beside yeah. this gigantic boat, the memes that popped up that were meaning to imply that oh this is look at how little they're doing and how ineffective this will be. I thought this was a really good uh, point made by some tweeter I wasn't aware of. All the memes of the big ship that were like, oh, the ship is labeled my anxiety and the digger labeled candles or whatever to show the meaning (laughs) of, had their meanings now reversed by the success of digging out the big ship. They're about how digging away small things actually succeeds. Problems all are surmountable. I thought that was interesting. That is good.
0: Yeah, it's a little wisdom there. My favorite meme was Joe Biden at the helm of the ship. (laughs) I guess he's old and stupid. I he's old. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> um, I hate to hijack this, but this has just come across. The WHO report is not out to the public, but the Wall Street Journal got to take a look at it. And uh, not surprising. Um, uh, how did they decide to handle it? If you saw 60 Minutes last night, the, the the Chinese are making it impossible. And so the WHO report basically says we don't have enough information to come to a conclusion. and Unless they turn over this and this and this and this, we're not going to be able to come to anything. But I'll read a little bit from what the Wall Street Journal says, having read it. The report also left open the possibility that the virus originated outside China. So they went ahead and threw that in there to make the Chinese happy and then entered the country. A hypothesis is that Chinese authorities have advanced, but that the U.S. and other Western governments have resisted. So they left that in there to please the Chinese. The final report declared that the virus very likely spread from bats and then to humans via other small mammal species, such as a mink. Raccoon dogs or ferret badgers? You're just making up animals now. Quit combining animals. You can't just make up animals. Yeah, that's where it came from, a raccoon dog or a ferret badger or, you know. Maybe a bear tiger, I don't know. Giraffe cows spread it. That's what happened. (laughs) We're going to fall for that? It did cast doubt on the theory supported by Chinese officials that the initial Wuhan outbreak began from frozen food imported from the United States. This would be extraordinary, um, and uh, they don't think it happened. Of course, it but didn't. The report recommended further study into whether the virus had spread via frozen foods. So they're giving it, you know, a listen. It could be though. So we're not saying it's not. No, don't get mad at us. I don't know what the Chinese have on the WHO. Is it funding or just sending them money? Like personal. That's threats? the same thing.
1: <laughs> Uh, the funding, of the, criticism.
2: funding of the WHO, I meant, or like just putting money in their own personal accounts.
0: I don't know what yeah.
2: their leverage is,
0: right? Well, and there's a perception that you can't have a World Health Organization without China. They have a what a sixth of the world's population, or, or a fifth of it, or whatever it is. Um, and so, and they are a, uh, a weird codependent partner, passive aggressive, constantly threatening to leave. I think that's it. Combined with the money stuff you're talking about, but here's my headline: If I was like doing headlines for cable news, who's redwashed report? It's like whitewashed, but the red—the communist Chinese. How do you like that? Red-washed report.
2: My headline would be Chrissy. With red Te- letters. You could do it in red letters. My headline would be Chrissy Teigen claps back at Twitter haters because <laughs> people don't want this news. They want clicked. That, they want that news. That sounds awesome. She's hot.
0: She's hot and mad. Click. One, she's hot and mad. That's double (laughs) reason to click. Got boobs and conflict. I like boobs and I like conflict. (laughs) This
2: has boobs and conflict. Oh, geez. Uh, Most of the research for the report was conducted by Chinese scientists, almost all of whom work for the Communist Party. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Now, Um, come on, China! (laughs) Under the terms of the study, China conducted the bulk of the research which was presented to the WHO. That is just Unbelievable.
0: All right. You know, I'm looking at some of the current statistics uh, about, uh, for instance, Brazil. They're dying by the thousands every day in Brazil from the China virus. And it strikes me, especially with this uh, completely anticipated result of the report, we ought to call it nothing but the China virus. It ought to be branded that in every country of the world and for posterity. The China virus lay the blame for the murder right at the feet of the murderer. China. Well,
2: especially because they're not allowing any research into it. Until it started there, it looks like to us, until you allow us to do an investigation, I guess we'll just have to go with uh, China virus. If you want to let us look at that information and come to a different conclusion, that's fine. But until you do, it's the China virus.
0: That's xenophobic and racist. Say the idiots. Anyway uh you're gonna need to have a vaccine passport to do anything soon how's that gonna come along what are, what's it it gonna look like we'll tell you it's a chip under your skin from the government don't worry about it uh <laughs> it's actually not you have to
2: get a big 666 tattooed on your head
0: uh that on, and, oh, head. on your head right in your forehead yep yep and bangs will be made illegal so you gotta have it Right. It's going to be like North Korea. Three approved haircuts. This one, that one, and that one. It'll just say M-O-B. Mark O. The Beast. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's a little on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> so any, and your old couch is killing you and, and we'll eat your brains. Stay tuned for that. But uh, a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe. If you have 30 free minutes, you never have to worry about a break in at home ever again. 30 minutes. How quick and easy it is to set up a security system from Simply Safe.
2: Yeah, it gets to your house, you set it up in 30 minutes yourself, that's really awesome. So it's easy to order, easy to set up, easy to use, and then super effective. Simply Safe has beat out all kinds of more expensive um, uh, systems for how effective they are
0: at making your home safe, your family safe. It's fantastic. And listen, this is great for your workshop with all your expensive tools or whatever else you need to protect. But go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong today to customize your system and get a free security camera. You get a 60 day risk free trial, so there's nothing to lose. It's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You get an arsenal of sensors and cameras. No rando is going to steal from your porch again. You run out there and whap them with a bat. We do not endorse whapping anybody with a bat. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
2: It's uh, interesting to me, a little surprising. Good Morning America and the Today Show, and I'm guessing all other networks are taking the opening statements. Any Derek Chauvin, George Floyd trial live? I don't know uh, if this will continue. I suppose they'll take a look at the ratings, and if there's a hunger for it, you'll see a lot of it.
0: Yeah, and I really do want to get to this uh, COVID stuff because it's important, the Chinese bat fever. But it is just, it's so, no, it's kind of just tiring and sad that we are absolutely plunging toward riots and violence and death and fires and God knows what else. Because the more facts you know about this case, uh, the more incredibly unlikely it seems that he'll get convicted of anything serious. It could be the jury will come to a compromise verdict on the, the least of the charges. But since the judge said we can go ahead and admit the videotape of a previous time, George Floyd was stopped, gobbled a bunch of pills real quick, freaked out, said, I can't breathe, et cetera, behaved exactly the same. Um, and then the testimony about his health problems and his heart problems and the rest of it, and he appeared to be, have, be doing, uh, what is, what an overdose, uh, caused delirium. It's just it's they're not going to convict him. And you've got Al Sharpton and Benjamin Crump and all the, you know, the the grandstanding so-called civil rights leaders who are mostly self-promoters and dividers just whipping people up. What was it Sharpton said? If he's not convicted of first degree murder, it'll show its systemic racism at its worst or something. And that
2: that other guy um, that shows up at all of these said if this was a a white man that had died, it wouldn't be a, a complicated trial at all. You know before the trials even started um we, we don't know what all the evidence is going to be i'll tell you one thing they got on their side i'm looking at the open the opening arguments and um the the picture is not good it's not a good picture just the picture of him kneeling on the dude's neck I mean, oh, that's, no. that's you know you'll have to do some some explaining on why that that is okay because the picture's picture's tough so they're going with the picture and the uh, the audio uh, or uh, the the statements by Floyd shortly before he died. That's some powerful stuff.
0: Yep, yep. But you gotta wait till the defense puts on their case. Uh, more on that to come, and certainly we'll bring you highlights of the uh, opening statements. I part of me would like to just listen to them honestly, but uh, they could go on at some length. Oh, hours and hours, but, sure. So, uh, apparently, the Biden administration is hot to try to develop a vaccine passport, although there's a big side argument of what you ought to call it, vaccine certificate or what have you. But there are 17 different efforts going on to get one going. Some sort of pass that could be on your your phone with one of those weird codes. Those uh, What do you call them? Your QVC codes or whatever. I can never remember. What are those things called? Those funny little, like you, you can scan it. I think it's a bunch that's of dots right? and stuff. No, Q- QR, is the- QR Q- code. Is it UPC? Yeah. It's QR. No, no, no. keep throwing UFC, out a uh, letter combination. STP, that's, Dewey Decimal. It's, IUD. It's the STD code, the IUD code, yeah, exactly. But there are 17 different efforts underway within the government. Everybody from the military to NASA to Health and Human Services to uh, Harvard, I think it was, is involved. And then so they're trying to Why? narrow it down and just have one. Why do we need this? Well see that's the thing. And this is a long piece in the Washington Post. Um I wasn't that interested, but I got sucked in. It strikes me that by the time they get this thing figured out <laughs> right. It's going to be long past any need for it. Yeah. I mean, you've got people making speeches about the bus boy, the janitor, the waiter that works at a restaurant want to be surrounded by employees that are going back to work safely. Blah, blah, blah. We're like a month away from nobody thinking about this thing, and I cer- think.
2: And certainly by this summer, I could see lots of counties all across the country where they haven't had a case in a month, haven't had a death in several
0: hmm. Yeah. And Why am there I are showing my... states that are doing the same thing as the feds? Right. Now. Am
2: I going to be showing my vaccine passport when there hasn't been a single case in my county in months? It seems odd.
0: Yeah. Just as long as they spend trillions of dollars. That's the important part. Mm. Um, and then they mentioned this, the spread of variants and how long immunity lasts after getting a shot. Uh, let's hope it lasts for a good long time. Although I'll, you know, I've gotten jabbed once. I'll get jabbed once a year if I have to.
2: The two hottest spots in the country are New York and New Jersey, that New York variant. And they, uh, they've got quite the explosion of, uh, cases in those two states. There are ah. 30, there are 30 states currently where cases are on the rise. Um, with the caveat that gets left out all the time of the vast majority, well, the majority of people get no symptoms at all. Practically, nobody ends up in the hospital and practically nobody dies.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the young and healthies are a lot of the cases, as they're saying to hell with it. I've isolated myself long enough. Uh, the one interesting aspect of this, though, is that they've discovered through polling that if you give people some sort of certificate and tell them if you have this, you can go on a cruise. You can go to a ball game, You can do whatever people say. Yeah, all right, I'll go ahead and get the shot. It's
2: a participation trophy for the pandemic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. More or less. Thanks for for participating in the pandemic. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Drive carefully on your way home. I certainly hope by July this seems ridiculous. If it doesn't, and I hate to be uh, scary sounding, but if it doesn't strike us all as just utterly irrelevant by July, something bad has happened.
2: It would take a uh, a variant that is resistant to the vaccine for things to go bad in the United States. At this point, we're we're past it. It it can't mm-hmm. it can't go bad unless there's a new mutation.
0: Yeah, yeah. that gets and around I the vaccine. I understand. Oh, we need to take a break. I understand why Brazil is floundering. I've you know read enough about it. I understand why Europe is floundering. But the fact that they are still getting worse and worse and having thousands of people die is just. It's chilling. I hope we are past it. I think we are. Uh, Why, your couch is killing you. I swear I'll pay that (laughs) off next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A Goldman Sachs
2: executive has bought Jeffrey Epstein's former Upper East Side mansion for more than $50 million. Man, if those walls could talk, I bet they'd commit
1: suicide before they got the chance to talk.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Took me a second. That's a good joke.
2: That was a good one. Um, the trial has started in the death of George Floyd. We can play a little bit of the opening arguments in hour three of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Trump crashed a wedding in Florida. Grabbed the microphone and started talking. We could play you some of that. Oh, good, got a bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, stay with us if you if you can. So, long story short, nineteen seventies, Unicornia, Of course, there were a couple of terrible fires or something. Somebody decided that it was a cigarette dropped on a couch, and so California mandated uh, that these the materials used to make couches, among other things, be full of flame retardants flame-retardant chemicals mm. in the cushions and such. And um, not long after that, uh, they, they scientists, figured out that there are all sorts of toxic threats associated with those chemicals, including cancer and birth defects and all sorts of terrible stuff. And so if you have an old couch, How there's old? a good chance um, it was, uh, let's see, when the law was passed in the uh, so it was 1970s or 80s vintage. Hmm. Mostly um, the problem is the older it gets and the more it breaks down. Every time you sit down in it, it sends a plume of dust out through the upholstery um, at an alarming levels at alarming levels. A uh, scientist lead author of the study showed that these dangerous substances are so, associated with hormone disruption, immunosuppression, some cancers and perhaps most concerningly problems in fetal and early childhood development. Oh, geez. And she said, when you look at some of these, well, she uses all sorts of technical jargon, uh, it's a little bit of dust, a, uh, a drop in the bucket. But these exposures add up day in, day out, every single day, breathing the stuff in. Uh, what's uh, well, did you open so, a
1: furniture
2: store over the weekend, or what, what are you doing here? <laughs> so get so around your couch and come to
0: Joe's Couch and Sofa and Davenport. So clearly, the thing to do is put it out on your front lawn and set fire to the thing. That's really the only sane thing to do. Oh. So it was okay. I'm sorry. Um, it was in the early 2000s that scientists began to recognize the potential health risks, risks. And it wasn't until 2013 that California revised its standard, making the use of retardants in f- furniture manufacturing optional. Hmm. You'd think they'd have banned it, since California is willing to mandate or ban anything at any time. Uh, And in 2020, the federal government followed suit. So really, if you have an old dish upholstered couch, you probably ought to get rid of it.
2: Remember my story about a couple of couches had showed up at the local skateboard park, and I felt like it had brought in a bad element, including some kids that offered drugs to my son and his friends? And I thought the couches were part of the problem because people were starting to come to hang out the couches and drink beer and smoke pot and that sort of stuff. And they weren't necessarily skateboarding and stuff. So I called the city. I talked to the police and I called the city, and they got rid of the couches, which was awesome. Cleaned oh, up, nice. cleaned up the skateboard park pretty good. Swept up the glass. Got the couches out of there. Three days later, the cou- two different couches are there. Who are are these people that, where do you you get these old couches, and then, like, do they have a vehicle to haul them, or are they carrying them on their back? I mean, they're really ratty, falling apart couches. They're, like, from the dump.
0: Yeah, that uh, nobody over the age of 25 would sit on because they're so gross. No,
2: I would never sit on that couch, let alone hang out and party there all afternoon. But, uh, yeah, so the couches are back, so I called the city, and they said, this time of year, for some reason, we become furniture movers. Uh, more than anything else so they're
0: going to come get rid of the couches again but wow how interesting there were a couple of dressing rooms that uh, my bands played in through the years that you know if if you even had a room to go chill out in that was great but often there was a couch in there and almost always it was really scary looking and there was one there are at least one or two that i just refused i just stood up (laughs) i would not sit on them Because you just, you you, you know, you got bands, and you got friends of the band, and you got girlfriends of the band, and girls in the band, just, uh, you know that, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. There's no need to say it out loud. So many fluids.
1: Maybe
2: most of all the horrible things that happen to people come from couches. All your terrible diseases and everything like that might be all couch related. I've sat on, I've sat and slept on some
0: pretty sketchy couches in my life. Well, like all the dread diseases afflicting mankind right now can be traced back to the couch. It could be. Take me back to like
2: 23-year-old me and show me some of the couches I've slept on. You probably go, oh. nah, ah,
0: ah. It's your face pressed in it, breathing all night. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.